invite you to turn your Bibles to the book of Hebrews in chapter 10. Hebrews in chapter 10 and now tonight, I uh, told the men in the prayer room, now I'm not going to be speaking long this evening. And I'm going to try to hold to that. <laughs> Excuse me. We're closing out the last lesson in the church covenant study. It's a lesson that I believe that the founding fathers, men of old, put in there for a reason. And as I said before, when we started this study, everything we have comes straight from the Word of God. In the book of Hebrews, the Bible tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. That means that you have to be assembled somewhere. You have to be taken apart as we've preached this morning. Taking an interest in a, in a church family where you can carry out the Word of God, where you can carry out this covenant and where you can do so, like faith and order. In Hebrews 10.25, the Bible says this, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see that day approaching, or the day approaching. Then in the book of Philemon, just back up just a little bit here, the next book back, you see in verse 17, dealing with Onesimus, the apostle Paul, as he wrote to Philemon, asked this one favor. He said, If thou count me therefore a partner, that means somebody that's working together, that's carrying out the same covenant, that's carrying out the same faith, the same order. If you count me a partner, he says, receive him as myself. I want to bring a message tonight, moving one's membership. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, tonight as we bow in your presence, we do so with thankful hearts. We thank you, dear God, that your word is so efficient for thy church. It gives us direction in everyday life. It gives us direction in what we are to do when we move from one location to another. And Father, as we look at this scripture tonight, I pray that you will open the minds of those that are gathered here. We have some, dear God, that have come from other churches. We have some that have been rebaptized. Maybe today there are those that are wondering why all the fuss. But Father, I pray that you open our eyes to the importance of the sanctity of membership. What it really ought to mean to us. I pray, Father, that you will help us to have a drive to be faithful wherever we're at. To take part and to be a part. 
to be that one who exhorts and lifts up, that one who guides and directs. Help us, dear God, to be that group of individuals that assemble ourselves together for the sake of worship and exhortation of each other. Help us tonight, dear God, to be faithful in our membership. And I pray, Father, that if there be those here tonight who's lost and undone, dear God, tonight again, I know that they have already heard the gospel message. As I have looked out over this crowd, there's no one here that has not been under the hearing of the gospel truth. And I know, dear God, tonight, even this very hour, you can take the word that was preached in some distant past. You can even now make it to where they can become wise unto salvation. Lord, I pray that you bless our evening. The time that we have together, I pray, Father, that you might encourage us. I pray that you will forgive us our sin in Jesus Christ's name. And amen. Yes, this is our 11th study, 11th lesson on the church covenant. Now, lessons before, I have really stretched them out somewhat. But this here has been a... I believe a good study. It's been one, it's been a new study. From start to finish, I have made this to be a new study. And I pray that it has been one that has reassured us as members what our calling is and what our place ought to be in the house of God. In this last paragraph, The church covenant reads, We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's Word. Myself and Brother Jim was talking just a moment ago that... The old covenants have what I have written here next. As it stands, this must be and is to be a church of like faith and order. Brother didn't even know I had that in my notes, but as I was sitting here thinking about that, the old covenants that they used to have, he said, used to have that in them. I didn't know that. I just figured it just plain common sense that we got to stick to to the stuff. Amen. This is the final vow we vow in the covenant between and in the presence of God, the angels and this assembly known as the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church. The only way to fulfill our text reading is to allow ourselves to be always faithful to the Lord's house wherever and whenever we are added there. This then is a pledge. This is a pledge of loyalty to the Lord's house. It's a pledge of loyalty until He takes us home, either in death or in the rapture. 
And if you're a member here, you should always be as faithful as you were in the church that you came from, if not more so. You should always be faithful as you were in your home church. You should use your talents for the betterment of the church you belong to now. You're to love. You're to show the same respect. You're to show the same admiration to your fellow church member. You are to be a part. This morning I I believe I brought that out in a way that everyone should understand. If we're going to feel a part, we've got to take a part. If we're going to be a part of something, it means that you've got to be active in it. This morning I said that you're to be a part of and take part in all the activities of your new church family. And I believe as we looked at Fleeman here, that's what Paul was telling this man as he wrote this letter about Onesimus. He said there was a time when maybe he wasn't so uh, beneficial, but now that he's saved by the grace of God and now that he is where he needs to be spiritually, he's not only beneficial, but he'll be a, a betterment to the church. And he says, if you count me at all a partner with you, he says, receive him. You know, as we're dealing with uh, the exchange of letters, you know, there are some churches today that will not do that. There are churches today that will not take part in the exchange of one letter to another, uh, from one church to another. And I found out here recently about a church that I've been very fond of for so many years has, has, and this is something I need to find out for sure, but there, there is a, this thing of not receiving and receiving members, but they don't do it in the way that the Bible says. As a matter of fact, I've been told that this certain church has began to receive alien immersion and everything else. And it's something I have to look into because, uh, you know, it's very important to me. The sanctity of this church is very important. And that's the reason why that as we look at membership, we understand that it is, a, it is a very necessary thing to be baptized into the Baptist church. It's not something that you can just uh, 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 throw up your hand and say, well, I'm, I'm a member now. No, within the Baptist rank of the true Baptist church. These dark ages that you see up here on the wall are there because men refused to receive alien immersion. Men refused to, to uh, they would rather die than to recant their baptism. That's the reason why that church membership and baptism is so important. That's the reason why today that the moving of membership, I take very seriously, and I mean I investigate it as much as I possibly can. I know there's times when 
churches go out of existence for one reason or another and it's difficult to find a letter for a certain church maybe. Then there's times when you have to take people in by statement on their statement of faith. You've got to trust that they're telling you true. Those are difficult times in a pastor's life. There are difficult times in a church's life because you want to make sure that the sanctity and the membership of the body is pure, that it's clean, that it's authorized, that it's empowered. That's the reason why that this is so important tonight. You know, the Bible teaches us in the book of 1 Corinthians that there are certain things that membership brings about. Membership brings about the ability to use your talents in a way that's God glorifying. In a way that lifts up the Savior. When you're taking special part in a worship hour, listen, I want you to know it's a serious time in this church. You know, I have been, I have been raked over the coals before for not allowing other denominations to take part in the worship hour. Folks, I'll tell you, I still stand by the stuff. I still stand with the Word of God. And I believe that there's no room for the ecumenical movement in the, in the Baptist church. I've been invited to, to join pastoral associations. I've been invited to join in the, in the, in the event of, of just a, a community churching. But I refuse. I refuse because of the sanctity of what membership really is. You're a part of something special. You're a part of a, of a special uh, uh, a movement, so to speak. You're a part of a church that Jesus Christ began while He was here upon the earth. And that should mean everything in the world to you. You cannot trace it any other place but to the leadership of Jesus Christ and the apostles. In 1 Corinthians in chapter 14, I'm going to go here for just a moment. <laughs> Excuse me. You believe this or not, I'm already through my notes. I bet you didn't think I could do that. 1 Corinthians in chapter 14, verse 33, the Bible says this. Now get a hold of this because I think it's something that, that, uh, that you need to get a hold of. You know, a lot of times the reason why that we're such sticklers on church membership, baptism and what have you, is because there are different denominations that preach and teach different things. I mean, if I was to open up the pulpit, let's see, to have a, a, a church of God or a church of Christ to come in and preach, what do you think they're going to preach? What are they going to teach? It's not going to be for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It's going to be on baptism or good works. 
The Bible says in verse 33 of 1 Corinthians in chapter 14, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. Somebody says, well, why? Why will you not? Why do you think that membership is so important? Because God does not create anything that's going to make a destructive work in His works. In verse 40 of this same book, it says, Let all things be done decently in order. Where are you at tonight? I asked this morning, do you feel a part of this body? As a member, you know, some of our newest members, uh, the Carters, they came here from an, even another denomination. But they felt led of the Lord to come here. You know what? It didn't make baptism hard. Of course, he had questions about it. We all, when we, when, when this takes place, I remember my dad talking as, as a, as a brim brought up Methodist. You know, he was, he was asked, he was asking the questions, you know, well, what's the difference? Folks, there's a lot of difference. That's the reason why that when we remove from this place in order for us to use our talents in the way that God wants us to. In a way for us to be exhorting to one another the way God wants us to. The way that we need to love is the way God wants us to. In 1 Corinthians 13 it talks about it. We have to be in one accord as I said this morning. We have to be associated together. We have to be teaching the same thing. We have to be learning the same things. Because again, God's not the author of confusion. Philemon and the church had a little bit of problem with Onesimus. But Paul said, listen... He's a changed man. He's somebody that's beneficial to the church. You know, as I look out over this crowd, and I was thinking about the message this morning, as I said in my study this evening, and I was going over my message again for tonight, I was thinking, you know, to be a part, somebody's got to take a part. You know, to be a member, it ought to be something special to you. You know, I know people that would just about give their right arm to be members of certain organizations. You're a member of one of the, the, the greatest. And I don't even like to call it an organization, but Jesus Christ organized this work. And it should be a privilege to you to be a member of this body. Amen. Not only this body, but wherever God places you, you need, to be, you need to take it seriously. You need to make sure that your membership counts. <clears throat> I 
You need to make sure that when there's activities in the body, you take part. You become a viable member. But if God should move you, and I'm going to come to a close right here, if God should move you, and that's the only way it really works is when God moves you. You know, I've watched preachers beg people to come to their church and I've watched preachers beg people to do this or do that. Listen, the Carters will both tell you, I never encouraged them at all. I said, you pray about let God lead you. That's, where, that's, where, that's when it's right. If God's leading you, listen, you do what God wants you to do. That's when it's going to be best for you and your family. When God's leading you. Now listen, I I don't enjoy losing people. I'll be honest with you. I'm a pastor. And I'm a pastor with a pastor's heart. And I don't like to see people go. And I don't care who it is. It breaks my heart to see people leave. We haven't seen too much of that. But here and there, we have seen somebody go from one place to another. But this one thing I will say, if God's in it, hey, it'll be all right. Both ways. Amen? Both ways it'll be all right. Sometimes a pastor's just got to, he just got to bite the bullet and go on. But as an under-shepherd, I I mean, I love my sheep. I love the sheep that God gave me to to be the under-shepherd of. But if the time ever comes, if the time ever comes, listen, and you know that God's in it, you do what God wants you to do. You don't do what the preacher wants you to do. You do what God wants you to do, and you'll be blessed. That's just like this membership thing. You know what? I thank God for our church family. This morning was a blessing to me to watch these children over here as, as they were serving the older, fa- the older church family. There wasn't a one of them that had a frown on their face. Every last one of them had a smile. And you know what they were doing? They were looking out over the crowd saying which one needed something next. Folks, that's good. That's a church that's full of love and that's what we need. That's what we've got to keep. But listen, this thing of transferring church membership, you know that it can only be done within the confines of the Word of God and of a church of like faith and order. Otherwise, it must be scriptural baptism. May God help us tonight. May God bless the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church.